and welcome to Land Parties, episode 160 from the Las Vegas Review Journal, brought to you by Blue Wire. I am your host, Ryan Smith, and my co-host with the most and birthday boy, Lucas Egan. How are you, my friend? How's the birthday so far? How was your weekend, brother? My weekend was good. I feel old, Ryan. I'm getting up there. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> no, I feel that. <laughs> <laughs> Had a great weekend. Uh, uh, celebrated mostly with my girlfriend uh, on Sunday. Had a nice dinner. Got to spend some time together. Uh, obviously, I'm at work on my actual birthday, so <laughs> not quite as much fun today. However, I'm I'm uh, having a great time. Though it was it was a good weekend to just to see some loved ones. How about you, Ryan? How was your weekend? It was good. It was chill. I I decided not to do anything. I made it a point to do as least as I could other than like, you know, I did some cleaning and stuff like that. But, you know, it's been go, go, go. This whole January is about to pick up here uh, now that we're into February and events are going to be starting up, which we'll be talking about here shortly. Um, You know, I just wanted to kind of have a little bit of a reset moment. So it was nice. Uh, I did get some games in. I, I got to play with my buddy, uh, John, and uh, his friend. We got down on some DMZ here on Warzone, which was my first time playing it. That's the extraction one, um, which it, it was a lot of fun. I had a blast. We did great. Uh, it was awesome. So I really I really enjoyed that mode. That definitely is, is a little more up my speed, up my alley. But uh, other than that, got some Destiny 2 in. It was Iron, Iron Banner as well. So killed all that stuff. I actually had a great time in Iron Banner this time, which that doesn't usually happen. So I got, I was used to the mode. Um, so that was a lot of fun. Other, Oh, and you'd be very proud of us. We got, we got the master sword. We are on our way to fight calamity Ganon. It's going down, son. It is going down. Yeah. I love it. You will be fully ready for tears of the kingdom. That's right. That's right. Very productive, my friend. Absolutely. Good, good. Yo, let's jump into it right now, though. Uh, E3, dude, lay it on us, man. What What were your thoughts? Uh, go ahead and lay the news out. <laughs> well, many of us were excited that E3 was about to make a triumphant return to having a live event again for the first time since the pandemic. And then we got the news that Nintendo, Sony, and Microsoft are saying no thank you to E3. They will not have an official presence at the show, so no booth on the floor, uh, no official E3 showcase or anything like that. Ryan, oh my goodness, <laughs> talk about losing the wind in your sails before they even get going. Just when it seems like E3 was ready to come back, uh, <laughs> I guess not. I mean, and look, Nintendo has already done their own thing for a while with those Nintendo Directs. Uh, we've seen Sony experiment both with digital and those live events with the PlayStation Experience. Uh, obviously, we just saw Microsoft do one of their developer Directs, so, uh, so they are are kind of playing around with their own formats. But this is a huge loss. If you talk about a gigantic part about why we watch E3 every year is to see all the big announcements and to have all three of these companies say we're no longer officially with you guys this year. Uh, that's a huge blow. I mean, just when you think that they were turning the corner, this happens. See, and I actually disagree. Uh, if we think about it, Sony, Nintendo, and and uh, Xbox, 
They haven't been at E3 since when? I don't even know. I think the last thing Sony announced was The Last of Us 2, maybe, uh, was the last time that they were at E3. So they really, I mean, and they may have had a bit of a presence, but I mean, we've seen, and like you said, Nintendo's been been doing it here for years now. Um, the directs work for those companies. Uh, there's no point in them going because they can do their own thing to do these big announcements, to do these deep dives into their games that that they plan on going. So I actually feel like this is a good thing uh, continuing and moving forward because this, this really then puts the spotlights. There's a lot more developers uh, obviously, especially with the indie scene on the rise as well, that would gladly take these spots to showcase their things. So I still think this is going to be a hype event. And if there's anything that I really learned from them not doing anything last year was there is still a a want and I feel need for a show like this. The summer just doesn't, it, it lacks a bit of excitement without a show like this you know i miss doing the bingo cards and just getting all those world premieres you know (laughs) like i i really did so i i actually think this is not a big deal i think it's it's being blown a little out of proportion just the fact that those companies haven't been going to e3 for for quite some time so this is still part of the status quo. I still think it's going to be a fantastic show. I'm excited the fact that it's going to be live, and it's really, really, again, going to put the spotlight on some of these other folks that will be able to take these slots. So I think it's going to be great. Not only that, but they're also changing the format. So the front half of it is going to be industry only, uh, which is huge. If you're going there to, to get interviews to you know, uh, speak with people and, and, you know, hopefully we're able to go out there and, and participate in that. That is the plan anyway. Um, and then, and then I think the last couple of days is going to open up to everybody. But like for me, like by then I don't even care about going anymore. I'm going to do all my work in the front half, uh, you know, and, and just, I I love that format. So I think this is, I I don't think it's a big deal. I think this is still going to be a huge fun event. And once it goes on again, I think it will rekindle people's people's love for E3 and, and what it means and, and all that, all that good stuff. So, you know, yeah, again, this isn't surprising to me at all. We see that the, the directs and things of that nature are working for those companies has been working and you know, it always has in terms for Nintendo. So I'm not surprised to see them adopt that, not waste the money and time. And, and I'm not saying it's a waste of money and time, but in their opinion versus what they could do on their own, it's going to be less money spent um, creating something and doing something on their own, as opposed to paying this other company to showcase their work. So um, yeah, this isn't surprising to me. Yeah, you know, and and that's the biggest reason why I feel like it's not a big deal. They've already not had a presence there. They see that the directs are working for them. Obviously, Nintendo's been doing that stuff for quite some time. Sony and, and Xbox, and you know, they're adopting that. They see that they're working. So it makes sense for them to stick to that format, not spend the extra money 
uh, going to a show like this and just keeping it in-house. So, uh, yeah, it, I don't think it's a big deal, and I'm still excited for it. I'm excited to see what new games will be coming in the later half of the year in the 2024, things that we haven't seen or, or expected yet. So, uh, yeah, I think they'll be fine. I still think it's going to be a great show, especially the industry and and uh, open to the public uh, break off there. I think it's a really, really smart move because if you went there where it was just open, it was really difficult to be able to, you know, secure interviews. You'd have to wait in a bunch of lines, stuff like that. It was just, it just wasn't happening. It just wasn't happening. Yeah. Uh, the, the splitting of, of press and public, I think is a great idea because uh, as you said, Ryan, it was kind of a way too crazy. <laughs> And uh, it, it, exhausting, and and uh, but I, I will say w- one of my worries is that if these three companies decide to do some sort of either digital or live event on their own around the dates of E3, like I feel like they'll still suck a lot of the air out because. A lot of people, myself included in that, would be still be really pumped to see what their big announcements were, especially first-party stuff. So, I think if, like, if 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 Sony turned around tomorrow and said, "Hey, we're having you know our PlayStation uh, experience, and it's going to be right up against E3," I feel like they're drawing a lot of that attention away from some of those other smaller studios that might have still gotten an attention at E3 without those big three companies there so i think for me it's dependent on what their plans are and if they are essentially kind of holding their own e3 i think that's an issue uh for drawing attention away from some of those smaller studios from getting uh the spotlight that they probably deserve see but i think though that i mean there's a place for e3 and it all happens within that whole gaming summer of gaming uh you know, kind of umbrella there, but I felt with the lack of E3 last year that it was missing something. It was missing a pop, uh, you know, and, and the other companies, they had things around that time too. So really I think it's going to be, and it could be even more so of a collaborative effort to where like, they're all just like, kind of around the same time but nobody's trying to pull the wind out of anybody else's sales uh, either, you know, unless they're directly being competitive with them. But I feel like that'd be kind of a messed up move for them to go and be like, oh, I know E3 is going on, so let's do something right in the middle of it or whatever. But they could be. And there's only there's isn't going to be a big thing where it's multiple days and, and things are being dropped throughout that week and whatnot. If anything, it'd be a day thing or, or something like that. So to me, I feel like it would be if anything, it'd be complimentary to E3 and the stuff that's going on. I hope that's the case. Uh, it that would make a, a even more fulfilling experience. I will agree with you that it did seem like something was missing. As much as I love the summer of gaming stuff, I do love that kind of condensed week uh, of just just excitement and pure joy uh, that we get from E3. So uh, hopefully, you know, this live event goes well and they can build off of this. Uh, they're in good hands, obviously, with the company that does all the PAX uh, conventions there. So hopefully. Uh, they're off to a good start here, and uh, we'll be talking some good things here in a couple months. 
Yeah, I just want to switch gears here real quick. I don't know what's going on, but um, there seems to be a lot of free-to-play games that are getting the axe. And it's unfortunate because there's some really solid games. Um, the first one that I heard about, and this is ending this month, is Rumbleverse. It's a free-to-play game. It's an epic game. It's a different style and a different take on the Battle Royale. Uh, instead of it being with weapons and stuff like that, it's actually like melee melee. Or, or guns, it's with melee weapons, wrestling moves, and things like that. Uh, I never actually played it, but I watched people play it. I feel like they put a big push uh, before it actually launched. They had a bunch of streamers playing it and things like that. So there was definitely some money into the marketing, but once it actually officially came out, and this game only came out six months ago, okay? Um, once it came out though, all the hype uh, just kind of died off and you didn't really see a lot of people playing the game. Uh, and this is a free to play game. So obviously they're looking to make money off of it. And, and clearly they had, I mean, there was a huge, huge, it was in the, in the thousands, uh, or in the hundreds of thousands down to a couple of thousand, uh, as of late. So, that's a huge drop off and not enough to be able to support something like that. Uh, it's unfortunate to see it because I know there's a lot of people that do enjoy this game. And of course, it's another free to play game. But switching over real quick, uh, there is also um, Knockout City. Or, or I'm sorry, real quick. Rumbleverse, like I said, only came out six months ago. And it is getting the axe now. This is Epic Games. Um, another one is Knockout City. This is another free to play game. Uh, it's kind of like dodgeball, like three on three uh, dodgeball. You have abilities and things like that. It's a, it's a, it's a lot of fun. I've watched other people play it. I never actually played it, but I thought that it had a pretty solid community of people that were playing it. And and I know I have friends that play the game pretty pretty solidly. Have been following along. So this is getting the axe. I believe this summer ish. Um, is when it's supposed to be going away. So I'm sure they'll do something for the community and whatnot. But it is sad to see these games that did harvest a community and they're fun, you know, they're fun games, but clearly they're not making the financial cut in terms of what these companies are, are seeing as a viable solution. And of course, they're live service games. So they're still actively working on the game. So they're paying these folks to do that. And it must get to a right. point where it's just, not worth it. And then and then you brought up too that Apex Legends Mobile is also being shut down. Um I didn't again I, I haven't really I'm not really big although I hear a Call of Duty mobile is really solid and that seems pretty big as well. But I wonder what it is about this that didn't garner the uh scene that uh Call of Duty Mobile did. Uh, but this is surprising that they're then, and maybe it's just more of a matter of them allocating those resources that were going into here into the main game that's on, you know, that's on uh, uh, everywhere else. So that would make sense. And, and clearly this wasn't making the money. Again, another free-to-play game wasn't making the money uh, or the projections that they had hoped. So you know, it's not surprising that it's being shut down, but I feel like, right. especially as of late, there are a lot of games that people are just like, oh, we're walking away from it. We're done with it. It's ending. So it's sad to see that because these, these games, essentially they shut down their servers and stuff. You can no longer play them. So, 
you know, and, and I don't know how it works where maybe they're able to sell the rights or something if somebody were to pick it up. Because that's what happened with uh, Paragon. They actually made their assets free. And, and, and there's two different games, Predecessor and uh, um, something Prime, Prime something, are both basically Paragon using their assets and stuff like that. So maybe we'll see something like that where they open it up to the public where folks can go in and do their own, you know, it becomes an open source uh, game and people then develop and, and, and create stuff for it moving forward. So we'll see what they say, but yeah. What do you think is going on over there, man? What's going on with these games is, is the free to play model dying? Is it battle Royales? Is the battle Royale, genre kind of it seems like it's really really cooled off yeah it's my goodness it's worrisome for sure it, it seems like these live service games are, are just just strictly do or die and it seems like obviously lately a lot of them uh are, are dying and i i think that part of it is you know just how difficult it is to replicate the success of like a Fortnite, which obviously is what they're all chasing ultimately um <laughs> It's it's worrisome because you know a game like like Apex Legends Mobile like my goodness it has the brand behind it that you, you would think uh, if any of those three uh, had a recipe for success it would have been that one in my eyes uh, you know Ryan like you said I thought Knockout City had a great community uh, I thought you know when Rumbleverse first launched that that I I watched a lot of streamers play that game mm-hmm. so it's 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 worrisome because especially in the case of like Rumbleverse. Uh, to see it fall off so quickly, like six months, six months is, is, ah, and and it makes, it makes me worried because if, if a new free to play game comes out in the back of my mind, I'll be like, Oh boy, is this going to be around in a year? (laughs) Like, Mm -hmm. and it's hard to, to, to want to get into the, it makes me hesitant to invest the time to really get into a game like that as I should if I really wanted to get good at it uh, because, man, I would just be annoyed slash frustrated if I put this time into it and then half a year later they're like, I'm sorry, it's just not as successful as we needed it to be and we're shutting it down. So right. I'm not sure what the future path forward is because it's such a high risk uh, and now you're seeing these companies bail really quickly, you know, uh, we talked about how at least Avengers had two years of content. Yeah. Man, six months is not is not it. And I, I know Rumbleverse has a, a – I think they have a refund policy going. But still, mm-hmm. uh, uh, <laughs> not yeah. not long enough to feel like I got value from it. And and wait <laughs> – this genre is, is seems to be in, in danger overall. It seems like either you're a mega hit or you're going away. Yeah, and and I gotta say too, what I find interesting. So we we played Ghostbusters: Spirits Unleashed uh, here this weekend with some friends and whatnot, and I, I streamed it. And I met a guy named uh, well, I can't remember exactly what his name is, something something dad, and he is actually a pro in a pro Ghostbusters league. So he was oh, literally wow. giving me tips and stuff like that. I had no idea something like that even existed. So it makes me wonder, like, what then, what, what, I, I, I guess makes it so where something like that ends up, you know, they develop a league, there's a base there, people are playing it. And again, that's not a free play game to where something like this, where it's just like, hey, everybody has access to a game like this. 
and they give it six months and just like, nah, we're good. We're we're gonna go ahead and 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 move on from this. Like I don't I, I don't understand what really what goes into that behind the scenes. But it seems though too that they're freeing up. It seems like they're freeing up either people or just resources for something else. And they're just kind of like, yo, these were good experiments, but we now need to move forward with something else where we'd like to move forward and, and utilize the resources that we do have uh, and put it into whatever this next project is or whatever. Again, this is just speculation. I don't know if they're actually working on anything, but I don't know, man. Six months is is really, really quick, and it doesn't even give you know the, a community a chance to develop and, and breathe right. and you know, do new things. So unfortunate, especially for the developers and the, and the folks that worked on this game, uh, that has to be heartbreaking getting this far. And then, you know, getting the ax like that and it's all over, uh, has to definitely be, you know, so, uh, unfortunate, but, um, that's the way the cookie crumbles. I, and I definitely feel, <laughs> I definitely feel that, um, you know, I think they're going to be slowing up a little bit on the genre, especially the BR genre, just because, it it has gotten stale. There's so many different BRs and and you know, I think folks are a little burnt out on it. I think folks are burnt on it. They they want something new. We want things that are going to utilize these new graphics and and you know, Unreal Engine 5 and stuff like that. Like folks are ready for it. Um and there's just so many games are out and there's a ton of game great games coming out this year as well. So I feel like the space in the room to be for a game like this to be able to grow the the pickings are slim and it's got to be something really really solid in order right. to build that base otherwise people are just going to move on there's too many other things where folks are paying money to to play this game that was developed and and not you know continually developed over time so unfortunate for those games but uh we'll see if there's anything that comes in its place uh let's take a quick commercial break we'll be back on the back and talking about some uh, a lot of local events going on here we'll be right back y'all Welcome back, everybody. Thanks for listening to those short messages. And Ryan, the craziness of February officially begins this Saturday uh, with a couple of local events. Uh, in the morning, starting at 11, there's a Madden tournament uh, that is free to enter if you're in the Las Vegas area, by the way. There's a middle and high school bracket and an 18 and over bracket, and there is a prize pool for both. Uh, so if you're a Madden player, uh, it's free. What do you got to lose, man? <laughs> get ready. Yeah. Get ready for the for the Super Bowl and, and go play some Madden. Uh, in the afternoon, Ryan, uh, I know that obviously your group, Inferno, is holding a Super Smash Brothers tournament uh, at a new chicken place in town that I'm actually excited. Uh, we were just talking before we came back to try that because they're new uh, to the area, aren't they, that that restaurant? Yes, yes. And and it is absolutely delicious. Uh, Houston hot chicken. 
Uh, two to two to six p.m. It's a, a Super Smash Bros. tournament. There's going to be prizes. There's going to be uh, giveaways. Uh, obviously, there's a three hundred dollar prize pool as well. So that's going to be awesome. So another free event. Good tasty food. I'm going to be there as well. Uh, that's two to six p.m. over here in the Summerlin area, actually. So I'm really excited to do that. Get out there is always nice. I might have to get up in this and throw some hands, see if people can catch this smoking and uh, <laughs> all that good stuff. But that's going to be a, a great, fantastic, fantastic event there. What else we got going on? Uh, the, one of the big ones I wanted to bring up is uh, there's that Pokemon Go tour event coming up at Sunset Park in Las Vegas on February 18th and 19th. And Ryan, I had no idea this was going to be this big. They have officially sold out of tickets. They sold 50 thousand tickets Ooh. to this thing uh, so if you were lucky enough to get one of those tickets my goodness ryan this sounds like this is going to be an amazing experience if you're a pokemon go player uh, i like I, said, I had no idea Fifty thousand. that is huge so so explain it to folks that don't know do you know anything about what like the what this entails like are they going to be going around sunset park um trying to catch pokemon or like what is the format exactly yeah so uh there's gonna be like exclusive raids uh there's gonna be exclusive drops throughout the weekend and not just in sunset park it'll actually be kind of around the city too uh so if even if you did not get a ticket it's gonna be on the lookout for that uh there's gonna be uh you can do some meet and greets with some of the the more prominent local pokemon go trainers uh so it's really just kind of a community event uh that's gonna have a lot of cool little extras uh if you're if you are a pokemon go player um this sounds like something that you don't want to miss. Uh, I, I can't even imagine, you know, Ryan, we, we have talked about this on the show before about how when Pokemon Go was at the height of its popularity, just seeing people around, well, my goodness, if you have 50,000 people within a small area, you're going to have that kind of energy back. So I can't even imagine how much fun that's going to be. Oh, it's going to be absolutely amazing. And you're right. That is a huge event. 50,000 people. So are they, are they like, like, so I know there's going to be like exclusive drops. You said, uh, exclusive raids and things like that. And it's almost, it almost sounds like it is a, it almost sounds like a Pokemon go like moving tour convention, uh, where they just like pop up in different cities. Not obviously it's not pop up, uh, but they go to different cities and it's like, it's almost like a, like a mini convention, uh, a gathering of the Pokemon go players, the community getting together. So that's really, do you know how much the tickets even costed? Like, I didn't realize uh, I think, that. You I, get, I think like, they tickets. were $25. Oh, that's not bad at all. Jeez. That's a lot of money. <laughs> that is yeah. huge. And, you know, it, it's funny because we think of Pokemon Go as like past its its prime in, in terms of popularity. But you see an event like this, you go, oh, my goodness, like they have such a strong community that, yeah. that will show up and show out for them. Yeah, I dude, I always see it, man. Like people I didn't. Again, this is this was past, uh, you know, this is after my time as a kid. So I never really got into it. I, I do want to eventually go and watch it. Uh, but I have a ton of friends that are huge, I, you being one of them, uh, that just huge Pokemon fans. So I know there's got to be something there if that many people enjoy it and, and like it. And I, I also wanted to throw out to you that um, I, I totally, I didn't, I didn't forget, sorry. But the, uh, the Level Up Expo is the 17th 
through the 19th as well. This is the 10-year anniversary of uh, the Level Up Expo. I'm excited as well because I am uh, going to be doing some uh, uh, emceeing for some of the panels and whatnot, which... One of them being the folks from Demon Slayer. So I'm super geeked out about that. That is going to be amazing. I'm getting at least one one question in. I know it's going to be busy. There's going to be a ton of people asking questions. I'm getting my question in. Uh, so go go see us out there. We're going to be out there at the uh, Level Up Expo as well. That's going to be dope. I, I think I'm going to get take my daughter because she's never really been to something like this. So I think this would be a lot of fun for her. And just to celebrate, again, this, this great convention out here in Las Vegas. It should be a great time. Uh, I, I am pretty pumped uh, for it. I will say this. Uh, first of all, if you are in town for the Pokemon Go con convention, if you have an extra day on that Friday, or if you're only going to go Saturday or Sunday, 100% go check out the Level Up Expo. They do an amazing job. Uh, this was 100% local built from the ground up. Uh, so the fact that they've reached their 10th year anniversary and have grown as big as they, it, this is a big one, right? They attract a ton mm -hmm. of people to this. So it's well worth going. There's tournaments, there's panels, there's artists. So if you have some extra time, 100% check this out. Also, Ryan, this is going to show how uh, how much we were communicating beforehand. You and me are both MCs this year. What? Oh, yeah! <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. That is awesome. Wait, are we together? No, so we're on the two. They have two stages, so we're on the oh. two stages. <laughs> Yo, dude, that is amazing. That is so. Here's your level up MCs for the uh, the panels right here, y'all. Coordination. That's, that's, that's how we do it here. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. So that's gonna be a lot of fun. Uh, really, really excited about that, and and just going there is gonna be a, a great, great time. And then of course too, there's the uh, uh, what else do we have uh, going on here? There's some stuff happening later on too. Yeah, the, the following week after Level Up is Dice, uh, the 21st to the 23rd, so literally just a couple days after. And then there's the Casino Esports Conference, the 27th through March 1st. There's mm -hmm. also that Valorant Tournament at the HyperX Arena, February 24th right. through the 26th. That's not even including some of the normal, regular local tournaments that go on here. So that's... <laughs> yeah. We're... We're about to, to sprint toward, toward March, Ryan, and uh, I'm not sure how we're going to look come March 1st. Uh, yeah. I know I'm going to be exhausted, but it's going to be a good exhaustion. It, it is, and, and that's what my focus is, too, is just making sure, especially when we get video and stuff like that, is cranking this stuff out so we can get this content and actually uh, get it so you guys can see it and, and listen to it. So yeah, it it that you know that stuff's gonna be solid and whatnot, and um, I, I'm just really looking forward to it. It's gonna be busy, but we're gonna get this content out. We're gonna you know again anytime we're we're able to really highlight the events and the things that they're doing out here and and really where video gaming is moving forward and progressing here in this city, especially with all the major events that are coming up. Shoot. We just had the pro bowl here last night. We've got the super bowl. What is it next year? Next or year. The year after? Yeah. Next year. Absolutely insane. So things are, it's definitely popping off out here in, in Las Vegas. So it's been good, but Hey man, what do you got going on this weekend? This is this is where things are going to start really kicking off and and picking up. I'm I'm sure I'm going to see you around town. 
Yeah, I mean, obviously we know our Saturday is going to be busy. Uh, mm. I'm going to attempt to do that doubleheader and, and stop by both uh, the Madden and Super Smash tournaments. I am mm -hmm. going to do absolutely nothing on Sunday and just rest up the rest of the week for the uh, the rest of our, our busy month. Ryan, what about you? Yeah, I'll be out there uh, for sure. I'm going to try to make both events uh, as well. Or you know we'll have to we'll have to coordinate here uh, to see what's going on and whatnot. But uh, for sure I'll be at the Inferno event uh, for the Smash tournament, and then I know there's some other stuff popping off. I need to get stuff onto my calendar because right now it's all up my head, and I know I I know that it's it's picking up and getting busy. So it's like I need to I need to make sure that I get myself organized and whatnot. But we hope you guys are organized. <laughs> if not, we'll help you out. Hit us up on the Twitters at LandPartiesPod, at LucasEggen, or at Smitty2447. Thank you guys again so much for listening. We hope you guys have an amazing rest of your week. And you know what it is. We love your faces. <laughs> Let's <laughs> go.